the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Alley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Former Special Counsel Robert Mueller calls Russian election interference among the most serious challenges to American democracy. Mueller testifying this morning before the House Judiciary Committee, the panel's ranking Republican, George's uh, Doug Collins, stressing what he terms the facts of the Mueller report. Russia meddled in the 2016 election. The president did not conspire with the Russian, and nothing we hear today will change those facts. Collins noting that President Trump did not derail the investigation, even though he could have. After this morning's appearance before the Judiciary Committee, Mueller testifies later today before the House Intelligence Committee. Boris Johnson taking over as a British Prime Minister today, one of his first challenges, solving the Brexit crisis. On Wall Street, the Dow is down about 72 points, the Nasdaq nine points higher. This is SRN News. We're giving away $1,000 every day. Hello? You just won that $1,000. Are you serious? Holy cow. Are you kidding? Wow, I have no words. Thank you. You might be next. Listen for the daily keywords, then enter them at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com for your shot at 1K a day. Learn more at our Facebook page. My name is Holly, and I just won $1,000. Coming up, Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio here on Wellness 1570. Your home for the $1,000 daily cash keyword. We'll do another keyword today at noon, one at 3 p.m., one at 5 p.m. There's the bonus keyword available at our Facebook page. Great day today. Update that forecast quickly. Sunshine mid-80s. We'll see mid-60s tonight. Sunshine mid-80s once again tomorrow. Uh, Kind of the same thing for Friday, but a slight chance of a shower could rumble through. Are you looking for a way to manage pain? Well, we've got a great product for you to try. And joining us now is Dr. Brazos Minshew. Dr. Minshew, thank you for being with us today. It's good to be here. Thank you. Now, plants play a vital role in managing pain, don't they? Plants play a vital role in every process our body does. Everything is managed by interaction with the nutrients that we need, that we eat, and that's why a plant-based diet is so healthy for us. So yes, when it comes to pain, pain is part of the inflammatory process, and plants play an important role in keeping our inflammatory responses healthy. And one of the things right now that's kind of really big out there, we hear a lot about cannabis, but you've helped develop a product called Comfort that will act like medical cannabis, but is not cannabis. It's a great way to say cannabis without cannabis. Yeah, it's amazing to address chronic pain and inflammation. Tell us about Comfort and, and how you came up with this. Well, it deals with the uh, supporting the healthy inflammatory response. That's the nature. And uh, basically what I did is I looked at all the data sets that we have, all the information coming out on radio and television and in print on the benefits of medical cannabis. But cannabis itself as a plant is only from a very small area of the Middle East. How did people in Africa and Asia and South America, 
how did they get their cannabinoids when the plant really only exists in this one small area? And what I discovered, they're cannabinoids, that's the active ingredients in cannabis. There are cannabinoids in many different plants. For example, hops. Hops contains more CBD, one of the mm-hmm. famous cannabinoids. It contains more CBD than any other plant except cannabis. It's the number two source. Or cocoa. Chocolate contains THC, another very famous, uh, maybe dubious uh, cannabinoid. Yes. So we get cannabinoids from a number of different plants. And in my research, as I found all the plants that contain these cannabinoids, and then I isolated them and concentrated them into comfort. And how will comfort that help us with everyday pain? What are some of the things that uh, comfort is really beneficial for? Well, first of all, comfort deals with the message and the messaging of pain. You know, pain is not our enemy. Pain is our friend. It tells us something is wrong and gives us the motivation to act. And so we don't want to get rid of pain. We don't want to be done with it. But what we don't want is the annoyance, that message that continues to replay again and again and again. This is a way for us to actually address some of the causes of pain by saying, let's get that inflammatory response back into a normal, natural, healthy state. And then from that point on, improve the circulation, help with detoxification. And this is what helps us resolve this occasional pain. Comfort sounds like it's a fantastic option for many people out there. How do we get comfort? So, uh, you know, it's a funny thing. Is we have a website, uh, imagine that, and you can go to our website at comfortbyvergence.com and find a very special deal for first-time buyers for comfort. You take it home yourself. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host. Your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to be talking about the great adventure. You know, the great adventure, that is supposed to be our life. We're all created for a purpose. Uh, And yet, so many of us have lost that purpose. So many of us have uh, misplaced that purpose. Maybe we never truly understood that purpose. Uh, And if we don't have a purpose, if we don't know why we get up each day, do what we do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again, then life can become boring. uh, We can become resolute to just getting through. You know, there are basically three places to live in this world as as you experience life. It's survival, success, or significance. And there's so many people uh, just living in survival, living in regret, resentment, resistance, uh, just getting through, getting through the next month, getting through the next year, getting through the next summer, getting through the next school year, getting through the next anniversary, getting through the next trauma, getting through the next drama, just getting through. That's called survival. Uh, life is a, uh, what is it? You're a squirrel and life is a nut. Uh, you're just working to get your nut in life, whatever that saying is, right? You're just getting through things. So many people uh, are just getting through, uh, just getting through the trauma and dramas of life. And But there is another level to live in, and that is called success. Now, success is better than survival, but success can still be wrapped up in our own little portion, right? It's all about us. 
uh, me being able to take care of my bills, me being able to have what I want, me being able to do what I want, me being able to go where I want. Uh, to a lot of people, it's the me thing. It's the success, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, the world would tell you that the Kardashians are successful. Um, I w- I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It all depends on what your definition of success is, right? We need to define it because lots of words are called normalizations. A normalization is a word that falls in the category of generalizations. And the thing about a normalization is you cannot put it in a wheelbarrow. So what, what success to two different people could be totally different things. We could both agree that we want to be successful, but the way we define that could be polar opposites. And so there's survival, there's success, and then the third level of living is something called significance. And the interesting thing about significance is it requires other people. It requires that you get beyond yourself. It it demands other people. And that's truly the life I want to live, is a life of significance, to to make the world a bit better than the one I found, to know that somebody's life has breathed easier because I have lived. To me, this is to, to truly have succeeded. And so today, I want to talk about the great adventure, and today I want to reintroduce you to leadership adventure. But I want to start with some words, uh, prose, uh, actually, it's not prose, I'm sorry, it's just a quote <laughs> by Helen Keller, and she says, security is mostly a superstition. It does not exist in nature, nor do the children of men as a whole experience it. God himself is not secure having given man dominion over his works. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. The fearful are caught as often as the bold. Faith alone defends. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. To keep our faces toward change and behave like free spirits in the presence of fate is strength undefeatable. And that's really what we're talking about, the great adventure. And the great adventure really doesn't have to do with your starting point. It doesn't really have to do with how much money you have. It doesn't really have to do with how much privilege you've been given. It doesn't really have to do with what color your skin is. It really has to do with a mindset and the willingness to be open, to be honest, to take chances. You know, Mark Twain is... Uh, you know, Samuel Langhorne Clemens, uh, also known as Mark Twain, was an American humorist and great author. Uh, you know, he wrote a lot of books on adventure. And the whole thing about Tom Sawyer was all about adventure. You know, he wrote The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, right? And so he was considered a humorist. And some of his great quotes on the great adventure, you know, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones that you did do. So throw off the bowline, sell away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails. He also said, when all else fails, write what your heart tells you. You can't depend on your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. He says, the worst loneliness is not to be comfortable with yourself. His mantra was explore, dream, discover. Doesn't that sound like an adventure? He says, a good marriage is the union of two good forgivers. See, I thought that was uh, Ruth Graham that said that, but I'm pretty sure uh, Mark Twain, uh, Samuel Clemens, was (laughs) alive a lot longer before uh, Ruth Ruth, uh, Graham. He said, "Uh, patriotism is supporting your country all the time, 
and your government when it deserves it. He says, the banker is a fellow who lends you his umbrella when the sun is shining, but wants it back the minute it begins to rain. <laughs> he says, when a man loves cats, I am his friend and comrade without further introduction. See, I knew there was something about Mark Twain. I'm a cat guy as well. You know, I got a few cats. And uh, I remember as a friend of mine, a former friend, I'm not sure if we'd still call us friends or not, but uh, he was uh, in Arizona. His name's John. And... Uh, I don't remember when we were getting to know each other. Uh, he, he and his family have been through a lot of my training. Uh, we were just talking about things, and I told him about my uh, three cats I had. And he said, wow, you're a cat person. I've never met a cat person. I mean, you you should have saw his face. It was like, whoa, here's a dude that likes cats. Whoa, look at that creature. <laughs> right? But, you know, it's so cool because life is meant to be a great adventure. And, you know, it's so strange because we live in a time uh, where everybody's threatening each other. People are so wrapped up in the bitterness and negativity of every other world that people aren't living the adventure. You know, some of the best adventure quotes uh, I've heard, you know, as soon as I saw you, I knew an adventure was about to happen. You know who said that, right? Come on, kids. Come on, kids. Winnie the Pooh. Right? Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Because that's where you find fear. I always tell you I can give you fear's address. Fear's address is right outside your comfort zone. And so this quote here, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And Ernest Hemingway put it this way, every man's life ends the same way. It is only the details of how he lived and how he died that distinguish one man from another. Don't ask for security. Ask for adventure. Go where you feel most alive. Add life to your days, not days to your life. Life was meant for good friends and great adventures. And as Helen Keller said, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. We thought we were just having fun, but it turns out we were creating memories. How about Henry David Thoreau said, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what I had to teach and not, when I came to die, discovered that I had not lived. Isn't that powerful? Or how about this, Prince Ia? It is not death that most people are afraid of. It is getting to the end of life only to realize that you never truly dreamed. And Charlie Chaplin said it so clearly, so succinctly, a tramp, a gentleman, a poet, a dreamer, a lonely fellow, always hopeful of romance and adventure. I think those of us that are romantics, that's the thing that we love about romance. Is it, it's a great adventure. It's the ups and the downs. It's the highs and the lows. It's the underlying line that we would love to see if we were hooked up to an electrocardiogram machine and we still want to stay on this side of eternity. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the great adventure. And today, I also want to reintroduce to you a leadership adventure at likeitmatters.net. We'll be back in three minutes. Like It Matters, like it matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but... 
know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline. But it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. It was only 48 hours. I spent six months in fire academy, so... At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like it matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Hi, this is Theo Sandberg of Coldwell Banker Burnett. Selling your home doesn't have to be hard. In fact, I'm here to make it easy. The key to selling your home for top dollar is getting the right message in front of the right people. In fact, I'm so confident in my team's approach that if I sell your home for less than the price we agreed to, I'll pay the difference up to $5,000. I stand by that. If I sell your home for less, I'll pay the difference up to five grand, not you. Call today to learn more at 612-440-5000. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today... We're talking about the great adventure. You know, whether you're talking about uh, Mark Twain or uh, Barack Obama or Helen Keller or Jesus Christ or uh, Mother Teresa, you know, life is either a great adventure or nothing because if we get bogged down with all the negativity, all the hurt, all the pain, boy, that's tough. Matter of fact, I would almost call it the antithesis to the great adventure. When we get bogged down in our worry and our fear and our doubt, when we listen to the lies of the world, uh, where we let the the system of the world, the world system, kind of push us down and pit us against each other. You know, you got to realize that there's so much bitterness, so much hatred, so much hurt, and a lot of good people out there are being snagged in all this hatefulness, thinking that they're doing the right thing, thinking that they're thinking the right way. 
we must be careful of that because the antithesis of a great drama, I mean, great adventure, is trauma and drama. I don't consider trauma and drama a great adventure. I can consider it an emotional roller coaster. I can consider it wearing someone out. I can consider it as a way to, to accumulate a lot of hurt, a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment. But I don't consider it a great adventure at all. You know, I, I was reading this article, uh, and man, we, we need to go back to critical thinking. We, you know, we, that's one of the reasons I do this radio show. You got to use your noodle. You got to use your noggin. Man, it's the one organ in our body uh, that gets better with use. Uh, read uh, the book is uh, Mozart's Brain in the Fighter Pilot. I think it's Dr. Uh, Restack, I think is his name. Read it years ago. Great book. He said it has unlimited plasticity, the brain. He said every other organ from your kidney to your lungs to your heart, uh, it wears out over time. But your brain has unlimited plasticity. Your brain uh, can stay as young as you want, but you got to use it, people. There's too many people that are autopilot, too many people that are acting like, I think Mark Levin calls them drones, people that are being told to think. You know, you got to be a critical thinker. You know, it takes creativity, it takes reflectiveness, it takes adaptability, it takes desire to be a better you, driven by truth, to know the truth, desire to know the truth. It's the ability to evaluate the evidence to decide for yourself. And what do you decide? Three pieces. What is accurate? What is relevant? And what is true? So I got this article uh, by Michael Knowles. Can you believe what the president said about immigration? Does the president's bigotry show no bounds? During a town hall appearance on Saturday, he invade. Should we want to encourage newcomers to learn the language of a country they're moving to? Of course. Before social justice activists could condemn the xenophobic remarks the president expounded, it's not racist to say if you're going to be here, then you should learn the language of the country you just arrived at, he insisted. We need to have some sort of common language in which all of us can work and learn and understand each other. To me, that sounds logical. And who must bear the burden of establishing trust? According to the president, it's the immigrants themselves. Reducing fear on the part of people who are already there requires some level of adaptation from the people who are coming in, he demanded. Unsatisfied merely dog-whistling to his nativist base, the president proceeded to blame immigration itself for certain social problems. We are still wired to only be able to process knowing about 150 people in our brains, he seethed. So now suddenly we are in cities with strangers we don't know, and we're asked to trust them, and it goes against some of our impulses. Perhaps it goes against the vicious impulses of a bigoted president, but Barack Obama doesn't speak for everybody. Oh, you didn't know that? That was a quote. Those are quotes that were from two weeks ago from Barack Obama. Oh, maybe I should have mentioned that earlier. This is the article. I'm reading you the article. I'm not doing this. I'm reading the article. Oh, maybe I should have mentioned that earlier. Donald Trump never said any of those things. The remarks came from our nation's 44th president, not our 45th. Obama addressed the question of immigration over the weekend during an event for the Obama Foundation in Berlin, Germany. Though his comments contrast sharply with the Democratic Party's present open borders activism, until recently, leading Democrats considered such opinions common sense. Why do I bring that up? Because we're told to hate everybody. You can't live a great adventure in Hateville. You got to get a Hateville. You got to get a hate land. You got you to get a park hate place, whatever you call it. You got to get out of there because you can't live the great adventure. And we have to quit blaming other, our hatred on other people's, quote, hatred. 
man, last time I checked, I follow the truth of Jesus Christ. And he says, when someone spits on you, turn the other cheek. When someone does something mean to you, love them anyways. That's what I think. And why does this matter? Because we, we seem to be in this world of death threats. We can't live an adventure if our, we're being threatened with our life. We can't live an adventure if we're threatening people to life. Did you see this? A CBS drama, The Good Fight, sparks outrage after tweeting, assassinate President Trump. So here's a CBS show that is telling people to assassinate the president, but no one seems to hear. You probably never read this article. And this was from three days ago. The Good Wife spinoff series, The Good Fight, is in hot water after tweeting an image from one of its episodes that shows a list of target words, including assassinate, president, and Trump, in a red column and a single orange column that started with the words Mar-a-Lago and eliminate. Can you believe that? Here's a program. Uh, and But, you know, it's not just uh, that, that people are telling Trump should be assassinated. How about this one? Atlanta meteorologist says she received death threats for interrupting masters with tornado updates. This is what I keep saying. Hurting people hurt people. We live in this world where angry people vote, and everybody knows that. There's study after study after study. I've shared those studies. Just Google it. Angry people vote. And so we have a political system that's working to make you angry, to make you hate the other person, to make you hate the other party, to make you believe that if the other person gets elected, you're going to be thrown into a cage. Uh, you're going to have to do weird stuff in back alleys. Don't you see it? we got to start thinking for ourselves. We're going to never live a great adventure if we're allowing other people to tell us how to think and be hateful and bitter and resentful and, and beat people up that wear red hats and hate someone because they vote differently than you. So the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that CBS's 46's Ella Dorsey took to Twitter to defend herself and the broadcaster only took up half the screen during the tournament because she said that she received death threats from viewers for interrupting the Masters tournament. She said, quote, to everyone sending me death threats right now, you wouldn't be saying a thing, she said another word, a blank thing, if a tornado was ravaging your home this afternoon. Lives are more important than five minutes of golf. I'll continue to repeat that, and if and when we cut in a program to keep people safe. And, of course, we see this. Come on, Minnesota. I love Minnesota. I love my people in Minnesota. This radio show comes from Minnesota. And here's this one. ELN Omar raises nearly $1 million after controversies. Top other progressive Dems, like AOC and Taleb. I don't know how to pronounce her name. T-L-A-I-B. Embattled Minnesota Democrat Ellen Omar is beating other House Democrats by raising nearly $1 million in the last couple months. Why? Because of her hate rhetoric. She's a very hateful woman. Hates Jews, hates Christians, speaks bad about them all the time. But And we're going to support someone like that because as long as we don't hate the wrong things, we're okay. How about this one? Evangel evangelical college students say they don't want Mike Pence to be their commencement speaker. This is a Christian school. So Taylor University, an evangelical school of about 1,900 undergraduate students, announced on Thursday that Pence had accepted an invitation to speak at the commencement ceremony. Taylor University is pleased and honored to welcome to our campus its 2019 commencement exercises, Vice President Mike Pence. Mr. Pence has been a good friend of the university over many years and is a Christian brother whose life and values have exemplified what we strive to instill in our graduates. However... A sizable group of current and former students disagree. A change.org petition in protest of Pence's invitation to speak has amassed over 2,800 signatures. And it says, quote, 
inviting Mike, uh, Vice President Pence to Taylor University and giving him a coveted platform for his political views makes our alumni, faculty, staff, and current students complicit in the Trump-Pence administration's policy, which we believe are not consistent. Isn't that amazing? You know what Mike Pence believes in the Bible? And because Mike Pence believes in the Bible, a lot of Christians don't like him. That's stunning. But you know what? Uh, uh, evangelicals, here's another article uh, from uh, last year uh, from Christian News. Uh, .christiannet.com, evangelicals are addicted to porn. So uh, addiction to pornography in the church is no different than outside the church. You know what else is no different? Uh, divorce rate, no different inside the church, outside the church. And so a lot of these people think, again, what is a Christian? What is someone that follows? Do you see how we're just hating on everybody? If I don't agree with everything exactly you say, then you're going to call up and complain about something I said. What kind of a world do we live in? How does someone have a great adventure when we're so busy defending ourselves all the time, right? And so someone that did have a great adventure was Helen Keller. But here's the thing. Helen Keller, a lot of people don't know that she was born able to see. She was born able to hear. But at two years old, she came down with a sickness, a disease. And they didn't realize it, but they took away her ability to hear and the ability to see. And man, it was a rough go. She went through a lot of trauma, a lot of drama. There's a lot of pain. There's a great story. You should read it on Helen Keller. It's a great biography. If you go to biography.com on Helen Keller on the biography, there's a great biography. But again, it's not that someone was handed all this stuff. Someone that had adversity. Someone that had a lot of tough stuff. Someone that took her pain, her trauma, her drama, and used it to help other people in a constructive way. That is the great adventure. And today, I want to get you excited about the great adventure because our lives are a great adventure. We're not supposed to live in survival. We're not supposed to live in just basic success. We're supposed to live lives of significance. And how do you do that? What does a life of significance look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? What does an adventurous life look like, sound like, feel like? How do you go from living a, an ordinary life? How do you go from living a life of survival and a life of just that's wrapped up in your own success to live in the great adventure? That's what we're talking about today. That's what I want to encourage you. I want to introduce you to the great adventure, and that is your life. But also, we have a class called Leadership Adventure that allows you to overcome the limiting thoughts and the broken emotions and truly live your life as the great adventure that it was created to be. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes talking about the great adventure. What can you do in 48 hours that changes What your can life? you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
Did you buy into the timeshare lies? I can tell you that I had a four-year experience with a timeshare corporation who did nothing but lie to me. That swapping locations was easy? They made this sound that it, this would be a really good deal, that I could go anywhere, anytime I wanted to. That never worked out. Timeshare lies. Thousands of timeshare owners know the feeling. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I worked for the largest timeshare company in the world. When I learned the truth about what they were selling, I quit my job and instead became the pioneer in helping folks get out of their timeshare contracts legally. I understand that trusting anyone after buying a timeshare is a difficult task. That's why I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. For a free information kit on how to cancel your timeshare, call Wesley Financial Group now. 800-656-1551. 800-656-1551. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, I'm talking about the great adventure. Again, I'm using a double entendre here uh, because uh, it's double meaning. Uh, I'm not just talking about your life. You know, you were created for a purpose. You are unique. There is nobody else out there like you in all the time of history. There's been nobody ever created just like you. No one has your voice. No one has your gait. No one has your DNA. No one has your fingerprints. You are unique. There are at least 30 individual items on your body that we know of now that are unique to you. No one has your trauma and drama. No no one has your exact makeup of experience uh, and skills and gifts and talents, molecularly, DNA-wise, and historically. You are unique. You've been created for this journey, and it can be a great adventure or it can be a a, a survival mechanism. And we're not called to just survive. Animals survive. People survive a tsunami. People survive a near-death experience. People survive death camps in Auschwitz, things like that. But life is not meant to survive. Life is meant to thrive and to live. And to have a great adventure, to take all those innate qualities, all those gifts and talents, all the pain and hurt from the past, and put them together as mosaic that is this beautiful piece of art called your life. I get stirred up. I do. Because so many people waste away their lives. 
So many people out there at this rally and that rally, Black Lives Matter, Women's March, all this hatefulness, all this bitterness. So many people sit there watching MSNBC and CNN and being fed all this hatred and bitterness. And that is not why you were given the gift of life. You were given the gift of life to have a great adventure, to impact people, to make this world a bit better than the one you found, to, to bring a little joy, to put a smile on someone's face on a daily basis, to treat the stranger and the foreigner uh, as if they were you. That's what love is. And, you know, we, we've misdefined some words. You know, part of the language is understanding what words mean. And a lot of people use words that they have no meaning of what those words mean at all. It's like this word love. Boy, love is thrown around so much, right? Someone hooks up with someone, has a physical interaction, a one-night stand, and also that word can fall, I love you. Or the physical act somehow equates to love. Love is not a feeling. <clears throat> love is a verb. And we have misdesigned love. Do you love your life? Do you love the great adventure? Do you love your fellow brother? Do you love your spouse? Do you love your kids? I'm not asking you how you feel about them. It's not, a, it's not a feeling. Love is a verb. And one of my favorite uh, quotes, or it's a, it's a cut, it's a, a piece out of a writing. It's probably not a quote per se. But it's from the book, What Jesus Demands of the World by John Piper. <clears throat> and it's in uh, chapter 28 called Demand 28, Love Your Enemies. He says, in this chapter, uh, in discussion on love, we chime into the conversation midway. In fact, he says, quote, we live in a time where emotional offense or woundedness often becomes a criterion for deciding if love has been shown. If a person can claim to have been hurt by what you say, this is the whole Mike Pence thing. Mike Pence is a good man, a gentleman. I don't know if I've ever heard him raise his voice. And he's a God-fearer man. He loves the Bible. He loves people. He worked with Pete, uh, what is it, Budigaych? I'm sorry, I mispronounced his name. They work in Indiana together. They, they, they know each other well. And Mike Pence has always been kind to him and gentle with him. But when asked by a reporter if he agreed with his views, Mike Pence said very clearly, I am a Bible-believing Christian. They said, well, what, uh, well, Pete says this, and they go, well, Pete's beliefs are between him and his God. I'm a Bible-believing Christian. And why would that be so offensive to Christians to say that? Do you believe the Bible? Do you know what it says? I do. Do you know the Bible says that God did it, Jesus didn't come to erase any of the word? He's going to fulfill every part of it, every dot, every iota, uh, every cross T, every dotted I is what he's saying. It will not fade. It will be eternal. It doesn't change. God is unchanging. He's immutable. His word never changes. His law never changes. So he's not changing. So if a person can claim to have been hurt by what you say, it is assumed by many that you did not act in love. In other words, love is not defined by the quality of the act and its motives, but by the subjective response of others. In this way, relating, the wounded one has absolute authority. If he says or she says you hurt them, then you cannot have acted lovingly. Isn't that amazing? You are guilty. That's the world we live in. Just look at the politics of the world today. Jesus will not allow this way of relating to go unchallenged. So again, do you believe in the word of God or not? Even Muslims believe that you're supposed to seek people of the books. So Muslims will tell you to seek people who study the Bible if they don't understand their signs. It's in their Quran. I read their Quran. 94 ayats uh, about Jesus, uh, Isa al-Messiah, Jesus the Messiah. 
And so, man, I study the Quran uh, on a regular basis. Every year I go spend a week, you know, learning how to talk to Muslims about Jesus and understanding Muslims better. Because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? Love is not defined by the response of the loved. A person can be genuinely loved and feel hurt or offended or angered or retaliatory or numb without in any way diminishing the beauty and value of the act of love that hurt them. We know this most clearly from the death of Jesus, the greatest act of love ever performed because the responses to it covered the range from affection to fury. That people were broken, wounded, angered, enraged, and cynical in response to Jesus' death did not alter the fact that what he did was the greatest act of love ever done. So now let me go back to my original quote from Helen Keller. Security is mostly a superstition. It does not exist in nature, nor do the children of men as a whole experience it. God himself is not secure having given man dominion over his works. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. The fearful are caught as often as the bold. Faith alone defends. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. To keep our faces toward change and behave like free spirits in the presence of fate is strength undefeatable. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the best way to get to Carnegie Hall is practice, practice, practice. You know, gravity has one purpose, and one purpose only is to hold us back. And we are in the gravitational pull of society. And if you don't know what you believe, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know, then you will fall for everything. You will be cajoled into to changing your mind. You'll be threatened and intimidated, and you'll cow down because you want to love everybody like the world tells you to love them like the church is struggling with pornography, like the church is struggling with divorce, just like the world is. And that's the, the, the faith of today's church, is to be just like the world. And when, it's just stunning. And so what you got to do is you got to know who you are, because the world's not going to help you with that. You got to know why you're here. You got to know what your purpose is. And so in Leadership Awakening, I use what I call the pattern of success. There are three steps to become your dreams. Want it, create it, live it, right? You got to have desire. Want it's always about desire. You got to have some creative discontent. You got to be stirred up. Most people don't know what they want, but they have a plethora. They have a list of things they don't want. Like a lot of people don't want Donald Trump as president, but what do you want? You got a great economy. He's, he, both parties hate him because he doesn't play the games. He's cleaning out some of the corruption that's deep in government that are by this deep state, this dark state. He's lowering uh, all the stuff that's keeping businesses from doing business. I mean, oh my gosh. Okay, you know what you don't want because people tell you he's evil and you got to hate him. But what do you want? And how can something be different if we don't even know what we want? And so that's the key. So first of all, you got to know what you want. You got to be stirred up. You got to have some creative discontent. You got to want something different and willing to work for it. Then the second thing is create it. Begin with the end of mind. You know, you got to first create it mentally, then physically. So you project yourself in the future, and you act as if you accomplished your dreams, your mission, your goal. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? What does that smell like? What does it taste like? And you have a frame of reference. You actually activate the law of attraction. 
And then you do the third step, live it. You created some desire, you know what you want, you made it real because you know what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it smells like, what it tastes like, and now you live it. You work the plan, you walk the talk. And so in Leadership Awakening, with the six words, passion, vision, focus, commitment, purpose, team, those six tools that every single human being has, we introduce you to those and then show you how to apply them. But as you go to Leadership Adventure now, we repackage everything. Because there's something called the law of retention. When you learn something one time and you don't do much with it, let's say you only attain, you retain about 10%, 20%. But if you relearn it a second time, then you're going to uh, uh, retain so much more. And if you relearn it a different way, then you have a couple different ways to remember the same thing. So again, it increases your retention. And so what I do uh, from Leadership Awakening to Leadership Adventure is I repackage it. It's like eggs. I love eggs. I could eat eggs all day long. You can buy eggs by the dozen. You can buy them in a six-pack. You can buy them in an 18-pack. You can go to Costco and buy them 12 dozen at a time. You can go to these little small stores around the country and buy one egg at a time. You can get large, medium, extra large. You get brown eggs, white eggs. But if you crack them open, you know what? They're all eggs. That's what packaging, we got to package differently for consumption. And so what we've done is repackage what I taught in Leadership Awakening, which is the toughest training most people ever do, and now we put it into a fun process called Leadership Adventure. And instead of the pattern of success, we now introduce you to the four plus one C's of leadership. And after break, I want to go into what those four plus one C's of leadership are, because if you want to live the great adventure, if you truly want to live your life as the adventure that it was created to be, then you need to know and apply the four C's of leadership. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. 
It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for Wellness 1570 and Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program. If you love radio as much as we do, why don't you join us by having your own show? Go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and click on the About Us tab. This station owned and operated by Salem Media Group. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your radio host. And, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we've been talking about the great adventure. And if you miss any of this radio show, you can listen to archive messages at any time you want. Uh, we have a website at likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, usually uh, Trevor has this uh, radio show up by the noon of that day uh, at the latest, so you can listen to this archive message and probably four or five months of archive messages uh, as well. Just when you go to likeitmattersradio.com, just hit the Listen Now link. Uh, you can also listen. We are terrestrial in two markets. We're working in the Chicago to get in the Chicago market. We need some supporters, some sponsors. Uh, help us out. And the Dallas-Fort Worth market, again, uh, Chicago costs us about $80,000 a year. Uh, Dallas on the station we want will cost us about $100,000 a year. So we just need some sponsors, some supporters, uh, and we will be. Uh, those are our two next targeted cities. But right now, you can listen to us live in Minneapolis-St. Paul. We are so honored to be part of the Twin Cities Wellness Radio Network. Uh, you can turn your radio dial AM 1570-1570-1570, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replay it again on the drive home, uh, 5 to 6 p.m., uh, you can also listen to uh, live stream with them on TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Uh, you can listen in the beautiful uh, city of St. Louis, Missouri. We are on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. And we play every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. And if you want to listen to us on your phone, on your app called iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, because anybody like us loves radio. That's why it's called iHeartRadio. I love radio. Uh, iHeartRadio.com. If you query or search for uh, uh, Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570, there you will find us again twice a day, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replay 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And iTunes uh, also has us as well. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you still do Facebook, please like us on Facebook so we can tell you what's going on and where we're going to be at. So today, we're talking about the great adventure, and life is meant to be a great adventure. Uh, God's given us all kinds of gifts, talents, resources, allowed us uh, consequences of our choices, uh, and boy, all that together can create a great adventure that is absolutely unique to you uh, and to how God made you and the circumstances that are around uh, And so, a good old boy from down south, he's from Georgia, goes to New York City, wants to do some sightseeing. 
he jumps in a taxi cab and he asks the taxi cab driver, hey, Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the guy goes, that's easy. Practice, practice, practice. And see, that is why we need to go to trainings so that we can practice, practice, practice. We need to go to training so that we can put be put on the other side of a table. So instead of calling the shots and doing what we want to do and not doing what we don't want to do, we're in a forced environment where we don't get to have control, where we got to do some uncomfortable things, where we got to overcome obstacles, where we got to face some fears. And when we're on our own, a lot of times we won't do that. And so we need to go into a training that helps us do it. And that's why I've been doing Leadership Awakening for 27 years, the most powerful two and a half days of training that will change your life. Uh, Thursday, we'll have a class, Team 199, here in Dallas-Fort Worth. We've got 20 people in class. And so next week, uh, on Tuesdays and Thursday show, I'll have graduates from uh, that class I'm doing Thursday tell you the great adventure they're on, how their life has really become a great adventure, how that training they went through, Leadership Awakening, changed their life in two days. Uh, And then they're going to go back to their real world, go back to their life, go back to spatial anchors, relational anchors, go back to traumas and dramas, uh, and then they're going to stumble. And so then what they're supposed to do is come back to our second half of the class, which is called Leadership Adventure. Uh, And Leadership Adventure, the key piece of Leadership Adventure outside of people learn best by what they see, hear, and do because it's a moving process. I always tell people, In my trainings, I don't have any little G-gods or gurus. Okay, you're not sitting at my feet being lectured to by some prima donna know-it-all about how to improve your personal and business life and you're taking notes and tests. No gods or gurus in my training except the God of the universe. That's the only one. And so uh, what we do in Leadership Awakening, though, is we use the pattern of success, want it, create it, live it, as a frame uh, to filter everything else. But what we do for Leadership Adventure is we repackage things. We repackage. And what we do there is we introduce you to what I call the four plus one C's of leadership. And there's so much bitterness, so much negativity. That was what I talked about in segment one and segment two. I mean, if someone doesn't agree, they're going to be death threats to you. I mean, CBS is pulling out death threats to Trump. Um, Ilan Omar, that uh, the Muslim lady from Minneapolis, that she says so many hurtful, bitter things about Christians and Jews. And so now people send her death threats. Uh, I, the news lady, the, la- the weather lady, the weather girl. I didn't watch the, the Masters this weekend, but I guess uh, the weather girl kept uh, interrupting a little screen to show that there's a tornado coming some places. Uh, and people sent her death threats. I mean, you wear a red hat that were Make America Great, an 84-year-old man gets beaten up because he's wearing a hat. I mean, you vote for Donald Trump and people want to spit on you, shout you out. I mean, whoa. You know why... You know, uh, during Hitler's time, do you know this? That it was not illegal. It was legal uh, to kill Jews. You should look it up. You know how we always do this? The same thing that uh, the white man did to the black man early on in America is we made them less than human. And once you make someone less than human, then you can kill them or do bad things to them. You know, the Drudge, uh, the, what is the, the Drudge Scott uh, um, uh, um, standard, you know? The Dred Scott standard. Sorry about that. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. You know, where we basically said that black people were less than full people, like two-thirds or one-third, whatever it was. You know, and the Jews were told, treated like dogs, that they were less than humans, so now to kill them. Be careful about who you're calling deplorable. Calling people basket deplorable because then it's okay to beat them up. It's okay to hurt them. It's okay to maim them because they're less than human. we got to be careful. This is where we got to start thinking for ourselves and be aware of the hidden subliminal messages that are being sent. 
And when we're so much hatred, so much bitterness, it's really hard to live a life of adventure. You know, the Bible says you can't have salt water and normal water come out of the same place. You can't have bitterness and hatred come out of the same spout that's supposed to have love coming out of it. At some place, we got to decide you can't live a great adventure living with such hatred and bitterness and resentfulness and wanting to destroy the man in the White House and burn down the White House. You can't do that. The two are polar opposites. Two opposite things cannot share the same space. So what you need to do is you need to understand the four C's of leadership. And I actually call them the four plus one C's of leadership because once you got the four in place, then and only then do you have the plus one. So the four C's of leadership, the true, if you're going to live your life as a great adventure, it is commitment, it is communication, it is clear vision, and it is consensus. Commitment's about trust. If your team members can't trust you, will they follow you? See, leaders have to push through tough situations and without letting them color them or taint them. Most people pull back when they hit resistance. True leaders push through that wall. If people can't trust you, how can they commit to you? And if people don't believe you're committed to them, how can they trust you? Commitment's always about trust, and nothing great happens without commitment. And then communication. Whenever I talk about communication, I always put two numbers under them, number one and number two. Because whenever we're talking about communication, we're always talking about two types. Communication with self, intrapersonal, and communication with others, interpersonal. interpersonal. And communication is the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal. What good is a mission? What good is a vision? What good are values and beliefs if they are not properly communicated? You cannot be an effective leader if you can't effectively communicate. Communication is the foundation for all relations, both uh, business and personal. And the communication that we have with ourselves, our intrapersonal, our self-talk, is the most important because it truly dictates, it truly filters uh, the communication that we have with other people. And then after communication, there's clear vision. And under clear vision, there are three numbers. Number one, number two, number three. Why? Because all true leaders ask themselves three questions. And these are three questions of clear vision. Number one, where am I now? Number two, where am I going? And number three, what will it take to get there and how long? That's the clear vision. That's mapping out. Once you answer those three questions, then you will have a clear vision. And then consensus. Consensus is a method of gaining agreement in groups for problem solving, for decision making. It's a way in which everyone discusses the issues and reaches a decision that all can support. It incorporates the knowledge and experience, ideas and feelings of all members of a group. And we've lost the ability to gain consensus because if someone doesn't agree with us, we want to kill them. We want to hit them. We want to maim them. We want to beat them up if they're wearing a red hat. We want to destroy their life if they work for an administration we don't like. I mean, where's all this hatefulness and bitterness? We need to clean it out. It's a, it's a disease. It'll eat your soul. We've got to clean it up. And then once you have those four C's, commitment, communication, clear vision, and consensus, then and only then do you have the fifth C, which is consistency. Applying the same standards from situation to situation, getting predictable outcomes and results. Consistency leads to trust. Because people can learn that they can depend on you. When you're consistent, it helps hold the team together. Now, those are just words. And words are nothing more than a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. But how do you practice living these? You go to likeitmatters.net. And you go to Leadership Awakening first and then Leadership Adventure. Because I am here to change this world one person at a time, one heart, body, and soul at a time. 
I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. There is nothing there is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.